This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. Roland? Yes. Sarah and Vinny's Secret Show. <laughs> Let me try again. Uh, Leave that in. I'll leave it Take in. The, it I'm it leaving out. that in for All sure. Right, whatever. <laughs> Sarah Vinny's Secret Show for Monday, April 17th, 2017. Sarah Vinny, Human, and Brennan here. Usually producing from the other room. Okay, everyone. Mm. Welcome back from vacation. Hey, I wanted to tell you guys Ooh. before we get to tell something good. The Holy Land, everything. Uh, over the weekend, and I, I really, I, I've, I've always thought stand-up comedy is one of the highest art forms. Like a guy who just, or a girl, sorry, man or woman, yeah, who gets person. on mic in front of a crowd and holds their attention for an hour, and is able to do so in, in a funny, highly entertaining right. way. I just think it's so difficult and and ballsy to even try it. Totally, and, and it's so as a person in the audience. It's what you want. It's, you know, it. Uh, oh, man, there's nothing like someone who's just got you doubled takes over. You. And yeah. Just takes you and you're you're all theirs. Mm-hmm. So I watched Chappelle on Netflix. And, you know, I guess I should give the history because maybe if you watch it, you won't find it as funny. But Chappelle used to come on our show back in the old place. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this. And he would hang. He just... Come in oh, I totally and stay remember for it. the whole show. It was before he had his TV show. Oh, long before. And he just was... Uh, just promoting the punchline. Yeah. And just, he would just hang as long as we'd let him hang. Or, I mean, I suppose sometimes he had other stations to do, but for the most part, he'd just sit down there and make white people jokes. And <laughs> I always felt like he must have given us a day and then another station a day, but he would give us like a whole he day. Would hang. And he didn't bring people... And he would just, it was just him, and he'd come in and he'd just hang. Mm -hmm. So to see what he's become in the 20-something years since, he was so funny. And I really, I don't watch a lot of comedy because I, when it's bad, I'm just bummed. I just, it's, like I said, I really respect it when it's great, and when it's bad, I'm just like, ugh. I don't want to watch you bomb. But I do like the specials that they'll put on there on Netflix or on HBO or something. You'll see, like, I, I think the most recent one I watched was the Amy Schumer one. But yeah, I, I, don't, I gotta watch the. Uh, I don't the watch them, so I normally don't, but I did watch this, and I just, he was so great, and every. The way he tied things back, he would get off on tangents, and you'd forget where you even had started, and then he'd go, okay, so then the second, and you're like, motherfucker. He just brought us right, like we just circled it. Right, but and it he, made sense. Was there a lot of political talk? 
Because uh, I don't want to hear about that. No, not a lot of Trump stuff, and mm-hmm. I don't either. Yeah. I'm like so over it that I just tur- I turn it off. But he was talking, he did talk about Cosby, and he's mm. like, he goes, as a young black comedian, spoiler alert, by the way, as a young black comedian, you can imagine, I grew up loving Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. And then you hear he's a rapist. And for like the first 13 or 14, I was still with him. You know, but he's trying to like the benefit of the doubt. This, and but then he's like, but it's like here in chocolate ice cream rapes people. <sighs> I love chocolate ice cream, <laughs> but he can't. Like he's just Aww. doing this rap about. It's how one he- of the saddest things that has happened in our society. I feel like. I mean, mm-hmm. and yeah, black. I can see why that would have as a black comedian. You know, huge influence on him. But we were kids and had his albums. You must have had the albums. Oh, you yeah. you drop, know, drop sure. the needle and sit and listen to those records and then he was mr huxtable i mean like fat albert to begin with i would say he the was jello like, guy not just a huge <laughs> influence but one of my favorite people like he was so he was fat albert he, he even whole, he so oh, he man. paints he does the whole rap about it. like everything you just said he does that he even goes on to say and he had a he had he hired people to watch the show and the the Cosby show and make sure that they weren't putting out bad black stereotypes like to actually from a third perspective watch it and make sure there weren't things that were painting any kind of negative mm-hmm. view of of the black community like he just he really did clearly do his his research and that but then he just was also raping people the whole time. Right. Like, it wasn't like this is something that happened in the last 10 years. These are people coming out of the woodwork from years. Like, people who are old ladies now going, oh, yeah, no, that happened to me, too. Yep. No, it's so his. Anyway, mm. I can't recommend it enough. The first episode. There's a few of them. So he I haven't did, even got to all of them. Right. They're different nights. So they must be different material. But he. Are there three? I, the, there was the one I watched. I'm pretty sure it was the first one. The second one is in San Antonio, and I started it and was like, you know what? The first one was great. I'm done. Right. <laughs> and so I'm going to watch the second one later. Right. Because you just don't want to do, you know, what are you going to do, three hours straight of stand-up? Right. But it was really good. And it was well, trippy to see him. he is an amazing like, person. That guy. Used to just be. We couldn't get him to come on now. And Oh, my God, no. Well, he, I'm sure. I ask every time. <laughs> right. He doesn't need any promotion. This is no. the guy who can just do secret surprise shows. and Exactly. And people are there. Sold right. out. And he totally <laughs> talked about the, the you're booing yourself. Yeah. Oh, talk- did he? Oh, my God. He totally talks about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Funny. What it's does he say? Excellent. He's all, I, I smoke some pot with some rappers. And he's like, if you know, doing the whole, if you've never smoked pot with rappers, which, you know, you probably haven't two hits and I don't remember anything. <laughs> I don't remember anything. And Because their weed is just so good? Yeah, because he was just so wasted from the two hits and and he's talking about how when you're a stand-up comedian, you like to look down into the audience and you see these faces like you guys are now with this big smile and he goes, and I'm out there and I look down and I'm seeing all these people looking at me like... <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he wigged oh. out he's all, oh no I'm bombing <laughs> <laughs> and he's just so perfect I was watching it just thinking wow even a moment of his shame he's making it hysterical mm-hmm. and he really it's really good anyway 
Enough funny. of that. That's funny. That's nice. That's all I had. Yeah, that's, I just wanted that's to. That's really, that's funny. TV's so great these days. Like, yeah. you just, there's so much. I have a million things. We actually debated between Narcos and, what's the uh, name of the Iron Fist. I said we could try Narcos, but we tried Iron Fist right away and then, you know. But we were going to give it five minutes. And five minutes in, I was like, yeah. Like Iron this. Fist? Yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah. I just don't buy it. That thing. dude doesn't look like he's a martial artist or. Oh, a, he doesn't? You know. Uh, no, he does look like a shaggy hippie. <laughs> yeah. and then, like a shaggy but hippie. that's why it's kind of funny when he all of a sudden busts out and does well, all the comedic. kicks. And, How many yeah. episodes have you oh, watched? Oh, have you watched the whole no, thing? No, my, my, my buddy's watching it. And every time I'm around him, he, I'm just like. No, what? you'd like it. It's He's playing it very clear eyed and weird and, and innocent. And he stars in it. It's the guy who played the, guy the Night of, of the Night of Roses or the Night of you Flowers. Know, the gay guy. The gay guy. You know guy. who he reminds me of? The guy from Silicon Valley, the. Uh, um, Bachman. Oh, oh, T.J. Miller. <laughs> T.J. Miller. Miller. Yeah. Ehrlich Bachman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting. Okay. We're waiting to hear if he's coming in because oh. the new season mm-hmm. of Silicon Valley is about to start. He was, oh, and he's in. He that. just got added to Clusterfest. Oh. Which actually, we're going to announce that tomorrow. Uh, they're selling. They're doing one day tickets, I believe. Oh, okay. So, so that's why I'm hopefully getting him. So Cloverfield was his break. I don't know. I've told you the story, right? So we're all, we're, and that was one of the few movies where when you're on the set, they don't separate the leads from the extras. Everyone got to hang out with everyone else. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, there weren't big stars in, in Cloverfield. No, not at all. Not at all. And so I remember pulling him aside and going, tell me, tell me about this. Like, how, how stoked are you? And he was said, he would tell me, hey, you know, my, my agent didn't tell me about this and my manager didn't tell me about this. It was my publicist told me to fly out. And I said, you are so lucky. You are so lucky you auditioned for this. This is your break, bro. This is your break. And then I tried to add him on Facebook after. I'm like, oh, we're friends. You know, we hung out. And I said, hey, uh, are you going to accept my request? And he, like, wrote me back. Um, no, no, we're good, buddy. You know, I, uh, <laughs> we, we already know each other. And Yikes. So when he comes in, we're totally going to bring that up. Oh, yeah. I, I doubt he's going to remember. I mean, the guy I mean was, you mentored him, for God's sake. Well, you told him it was his big brain. Uh, why do you minutes. think because someone gets famous, they have brain damage or something? Why wouldn't he remember? Because I don't know. You know he He'll wasn't... just say, I did that to a lot of people. F*** all these people jumping on my Facebook page. Well, I did it right after Cloverfield, before he was in Deadpool. You know, he was the, he was the co-star of Deadpool along with Ryan. You don't think so? Not co-star. Yeah. I would not say co-star. Who was I number two? Say... He was number the two in that The girl was number two in yeah. that. Whatever that bitch's name from Homeland. Yeah, that chick's <laughs> I love that girl. Claire Dane? No. no. She's got some weird, unpronounceable name. Uh, I, don't right. have, I don't have internet down here. I can't look anything really? up. You don't have a computer? What no, the hell is it her always name? crashes. Oh, it's. I think her name is. She was stunningly gorgeous. Yeah, she was in V. She was in Homeland. And she was on Firefly too. She played like a hooker or something, like an interstellar hooker. And her and Ryan Reynolds are banging for at least twenty minutes oh, of the God. film. Oh, I, I and it's so good. so good. They do the whole <laughs> calendar. What is her name? I don't know, but I'm. Can anybody would, find it yet? I would love to. Taylor Hickson. No, uh, no. The chick, bro. The chick. Oh no, I'm looking right now. <laughs> is it that one? No, no. Scroll no, up, scroll up, scroll up. Oh god, let me make the font bigger. Just look on <laughs> Homeland. Do you find it? She's the. Is she Homeland. a star oh, in there? That's it. That's it. Homeland. She plays that? the the wife of the Morana. guy who Morana comes. Morana Bakarin. There it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Her name's Vanessa in Deadpool. Jessica Brody. Yeah. Yeah. She's so hot. Can you imagine her mouth around your <laughs> Jesus. I can. Yeah. Really. I'm so in it, girl. Come on. 
Yeah. You would be into it. Wait, my headphones are, I can't turn. You would be into it. Oh, would I? Okay. <laughs> Those eyes looking up at you with their mouth full. Come yeah. on. <laughs> we're we're. Do you hear us? No. I hear you. Uh, I wasn't the one who uh, said imagine her with a. All right, I'm a participant. Well, from that to kidding. the holy land. Oh, yeah, let's go now, Ooh. everyone. Let's go to the... Oh. All right, well, before we begin with the holy land, I just want to say... You have like 10 minutes, by the way. That's fine. You can do it two minutes. I, I, well, I can just do this part here. Uh, somebody did have a request for a cross, so Vinny, I did get you a gold cross. Oh, you got you In a Tiffany box. Let me box. see. And this cross, I got it 100 feet from the Church of the Holy Sepulcher where Jesus was crucified on the cross. Oh, my. They sell them right there, huh? Yeah. That, imagine that. So that's a that's a that's a gold Thank cross. Thank you, Hooman. Yeah. Oh that's, no, that's a silver chain. It's gonna be a choker on me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is that too small? I don't know. We'll see. Well, you might have to get a bigger chain for it. <laughs> All right, I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> My pleasure. And then I did get one for your little girl too. Oh. So this this that's cross sweet. this cross was made in Bethlehem from olive wood, and uh, I got it at the. Church of the Beatitudes, where Jesus did the Sermon on Is the Mount. Is that how you say that? The Beatitudes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, with Jesus' Sermon on the Mount uh, at the Sea of Galilee. So this is for your little girl. Wow. Oh, it's a whole rosary. Yeah. That's pretty. Wow. Thank you, Hooman. <laughs> My pleasure. All right, that's it, everyone. Good show. All right. <laughs> All right. See ya. We're not going to tell the story. Yeah, yeah. Well, so anyway, so. Please, he can't help himself. So when these people, uh, the Jewish Community Relations Council, the JCRC, invited me, I wasn't sure what this trip was going to be like or what it would involve. Um, so when we get to, uh, we have this meeting, and it's with a, you know, they, they select 20 people from a pool of thousands, literally, and uh, they basically pay for your entire trip. And the point of the trip is for you to see what it's like for the Jews, the Israelis, the ultra-Orthodox what it's like in Israel for these people and, and how they live and what they have to deal with. How tight's that cross, bro? <laughs> uh, Let me see how far it hangs down. <laughs> Dude, that's he's, very... He's, <laughs> oh, my God. Can I, I got to take choker. a picture of that. It's a joker. I had a funny <laughs> feeling it was going to be a little tight, buddy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta get his face. You gotta get his whole face. It's like cutting out the look at cutting out the surface. Alright, I'll post that when we have reception. We'll leave it on. Don't take it off. Once it's on. Okay. Is it good? I think I'm good. Alright. Do you have a bigger chain at home? well I'll find something, yes. Okay, alright. Or just give it to someone with a skinny neck. Like your girlfriend. So uh you got a fat neck, Vinny. I didn't know I did, but all right. So when they when they take us there, like uh, all the days are are fourteen hours long at least, and they were very involved. So imagine if someone's giving you a TED talk about the polar ice caps, but you're also standing on the polar ice caps while they're talking to you about it. So you go to these locations, and they give you like the in depth history of the hallowed ground upon which you stand. Exactly. So thirty six hours after Trump, you know, launched the sixty missiles into sixty missiles into Syria, there we are in the at uh, the border of Israel and Syria. It's an area called the Golan Heights. You posted that on Instagram. That I, was incredible. Incredible. Yeah. And and there we are. And you know, one of the 
military leaders uh, of Israel is telling us the history of Syria and why it's so complicated and how difficult it's going to be to remove Assad and the relationship between Syria and Israel and the United States and Syria and Syria and Russia and Putin's role and the chess match that's going on. I mean, it was incredible. These are, you know, some of these lectures were an hour and a half, two hours long. So that's just one example. Uh, well, wait, did he bother to tell you how to solve the problem? I mean, if he knows everything about it, did he say, you know, it really needs to be done here? So I'll tell you what's going on real All quickly. Right. So Putin has wanted to be in the Middle East for a long time. And when Syria was about to fall, uh, some moves were made and Putin saw an opportunity to prop Assad up and be the puppet master behind him. And he took that opportunity, and he's moved in a significant amount of his air force in there. And now he's got a massive foothold in the Middle East, and he's not going to leave. And I said to the guy, I go, well, what is it going to take for Putin to leave? And he said, we believe that Putin wants one thing, and if the world gives him this one thing, he will leave Syria. I said, what is it? He said, the Ukraine. He wants the Ukraine back to Russia. If the United Nations and the whole world will give him the Ukraine back, he's out of Syria. If they don't, he's staying. Isn't that where they poisoned that guy? The guy who was the leader? The elected yeah. leader? Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. And his face was all jacked afterwards. Yeah. yeah he was super about handsome. That. Up stuff. That yeah, guy, that he was so of... handsome. Right. So that's... That makes it even sadder. <laughs> I know. So, he was once a handsome man. He was ugly to begin with, like, so what? So if Trump launched... Stop it. If Trump launches missiles against the Russians, you got World War Three. Mm. When he launches missiles, missiles, it's not going to hit the Russians. So it's going to hit nothing or an air base or whatever. And so it's a that's a huge problem. It, there, it's too it's too complex, and I, I could see why Obama couldn't figure it out either. And Putin, by the way, is like, you know, many are calling him the most powerful man in the world right now. And he, after hearing all these stories about how he's got things going on throughout the entire world, I I don't doubt it. So that was one of the things. The other thing we got to so so the entire time we're there. You should tell the story about how you're looking from these go Golem Heights. Is yeah, that, yeah. So you're there, looking at the Israel side, and it's bustling, and things are happening, and there's and that, people everywhere. Yeah. So right in that area, the Jews and the Israelis feel so safe that that's where they grow their grapes for their wine. Mm -hmm. And like it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's and then you look over into Syria, and it's a dead. It's dead. I mean, there isn't one car. There isn't one person. There are a couple towns right along the border. But there's so it's it's just like all those people are refugees. They've they've run. They've yeah, fled. Yeah, everyone's fled. It's yeah. not like there. It's not like it's just mountains. There's like cities there. There are cities there, and you can't. I mean, you can. How far away? We were one mile from the border. Oh my God. We could see right across. Uh, a lot of them are just jumping on boats, and what they do is they end up in Greece, and there are all these different kind of groups that, you know, take on the Syrians. Well, they're scattered all over Europe, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah, and, you know, you know they, they made it very clear that Syria is never going to be back to normal. Like, it is, it's going to be a war zone for a very long time. And the other big problem is the Shiites and the Sunnis, I mean, they absolutely hate each other, and every time Assad is, you know, Killing okay. people, but you should get to. The, <laughs> we only have a couple minutes left. Get to some fun stuff that, that you did there, like some, so, some happy, uplifting things. So one of the things, uh, 
you have to get special permission to do this, but you can. Uh, so Jerusalem has been destroyed and rebuilt 39 times. And if you get special permission uh, in the 4,000 year, 4,000 year history of it, uh, maybe 5,000, it's had 80 years of peace. Okay. Mm. And if you get special permission, you can go underneath the Western wall. It used to be called the Wailing Wall. The, the Israelis want mm-hmm. you to call it the Is Western Wall. Is that where wall. you were when you had a picture of where Jesus walked? Yeah. Ah. So there we are. And, you know, we're looking at, I don't know, the 38th time it was built and the 30th time, the 27th time. And then finally, we're on this one road and our tour guide is telling us, this road we know was was uh, built around 100 BC and it lasted until 180 and and we know this was the only road into the temple and because this was the only road into the temple and because it existed during this time we know that Jesus Christ walked on this road and I was like wow that I had to take off my shoes mm. that's holy ground in my my humble opinion so that was that was one uh, amazing thing do you take off your shoes and go sock feet or do you, do you take no, off your shoes and go barefoot? barefoot barefoot all the way oh, yeah just for right. a little bit you yeah. know get stop some of that holy thing, dust woman. on there what'd you say stop yeah. hitting the the counter. other thing we did was uh we uh got to meet with this i think wait don't leave that topic yet so the 39 times that it was, he got to go underground in these like tunnels and stuff to wow. see the ruins of these <gasps> different times as, as the city was rebuilt on top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So does everyone have flashlights? And They've, they've lit there... it pretty well. Oh. Uh, a lot of the ultra-Orthodox women go down there to pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as we're walking, we're seeing these women like completely meditating and praying and you know, they've got the Torah in their hands. And, and do they know what what uh, iteration of the city it is? Like, they're like, okay, here we are on the 29th. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they Time can, it was yeah, destroyed. Yeah, they but can. are they like locals only, f- tourists, beat it kook? You have to know somebody to get down there. It's not, that's one of the most difficult places to get access to. Uh, to balance out this trip, they did take us to the West Bank. And, you know, that's where the oh. Palestinians are. And that that was rough. I mean, that was really difficult to see. Uh, you know, I've been to some of the the harshest parts of Mexico uh, when we did the missionary work when I was a kid, and uh, the Palestinian territories are at that level. I mean, it's really that you know that's that's the that's the biggest problem for the Israelis is that that PR dilemma. They they have got to figure out a way of making it work with the three million Palestinians that live in Israel. Um, and then, you know, right after that, there we are at a five-star resort in Tel Aviv overlooking mm. the Mediterranean on a white wow. sand beach. And Crazy. I was literally, I was ripped in half. I'm like, how, how am I supposed to feel right now? There we were four hours ago. In- well, I, that's why I laughed a second ago. I'm like, well, it does seem like they've figured it out how to make it work for them. Yeah. They just haven't figured out how to make it work for <laughs> the, the Palestinians. Palestinians. Yeah. Uh, but overall, like, you know, this is probably one of the top four trips of my life because just what you learn from an edge, like, we're in the Supreme Court of uh, Israel. We were at the Holocaust Museum. So sad. Oh, my God. So sad. Um, but so educational, so eye opening. And, you know, that's the Holy Land for the whole world. And if you care about history and archaeology and Indiana Jones or any anything <laughs> along those lines, the war. All of us trying to like so much of it is right there uh there were some super tense moments when we were there but like what 
Uh, this is a crazy story. So we were at the Western Wall, the Wailing Wall, on the Shabbat, the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And so all of Jerusalem shuts down from 6 p.m. Friday to 6 p.m. on Saturday. No working. The ultra-Orthodox don't do anything, including you can't hit a button for an elevator. That's considered working. You can't tear toilet paper. That's considered working. Do they pre-tear it the yes, day before? Yes, they pre-tear it, yeah. So, wow. so this is the ultra-Orthodox Jews. Not the reform, not the liberal. You're just supposed to sit liberal. there and... <laughs> if you haven't torn it, you know, you're, you're breaking the Sabbath. No, but I mean, just in general, like, you just, you, you sit there, like, you can't even press the button on the remote control for your TV, like, what uh, is... Yeah, I don't, I don't know about... I just know that it's very, like, you're not supposed to work at all for the 24 hours. So, we're there at the, uh the wall and all of a sudden like we see all these little ambulances going by now the old city has these narrow corridors and they have small cars that can go in and out of it and a palestinian kid stabbed a israeli police officer to death 300 feet away from us so this is this is all craziness it's all happening and uh that's what the ambulances were for yeah to to rescue the people that have been stabbed and then the army went in and found the kid and shot him so all, all right. this is all this is going Jesus. on, and it's super tense. And then uh, we're standing at the gate to leave the city of David, and and they you can't leave because they've shut down. They're trying to contain the situation. So there's like twelve or thirteen tour groups, and um, this ultra orthodox woman beelines over to our group. I don't know why it was our group, but she be like there was a Muslim family to our right, there was a Muslim family to our left. She beelined and she goes, "This is the land of the Jews, and anyone who kills the Jews, God will kill. And you are a guest here. This is not your land. This is our land." And she's going off for like 4 or 5 minutes. Our leaders, you know, they're all Jewish and they're like Calm down. The woman's not calming down. She's screaming. On the Sabbath, you're not allowed to take pictures of ultra-Orthodox um, people. And so our leaders start taking out their phones to take pictures of her to get her away. Mm. She throws an elbow <gasps> into our leader's <gasps> chest and then her shoulder into her. And then she storms off. Then her husband starts beelining over to our group. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, man, what is about to happen? <laughs> All of a sudden, the army descends on this dude and stops him from, like... Going at us, you guys. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it was pretty tense. Mm. But listen, if there's such a realness in the Jerusalem is tense. The Sea of Galilee is amazing. Tel Aviv, incredible. The West Bank, like, oh my god, it's so rough. But you you see a balanced view at the end of the day. You get to see the hardships, the beauty, the holiness, the chaos, the absolute chaos of Israel. So. It was incredible. And every single day was this rich. Everything I just described to you for 10 days. So at night. Were you exhausted? I know. That's what I was thinking. Here's the thing. You know, your mind has to be somewhat quiet. If we're fighting or there's some. None of us can sleep. So at the end of every day, like I'm staring at the ceiling going. Oh my God! It's it's information overload. Like how do just I, trying to process everything. How do I quiet my mind so I can fall asleep? And you couldn't tap out of any of that. No, oh no, you got to go to everything. You're there to learn and see and experience and feel. Well, they like, paid for your trip, so you're going. No, to I mean, I the, heard that part. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So you can't tap out. Yeah, no, you can't tap out. 
Hey, I'll tell you one last quick, 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 quick story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there's a there's a kind of a secret sect of the Jews. They're called the Druze. Okay. Oh, the Druze. The Druze, <laughs> and they huh. don't. You can't. Druish. You can if you're not born into the Druze, you mm-hmm. can never convert into the Druze. Like you have to have a mom that's a Druze and a dad that's so a Druze. So can you only marry, marry a Druze? Yeah. yeah. If you're a Druze, you can only marry a Druze. Uh, and so uh, well, one of the things that can't. These are Druids. No, just the Druze. D R U E Z. I think. Oh, U E Z. Yeah, yeah. Not D R E W S. Not not that That's kind what of Druze. I was picturing, like, instead of no, Druze. I was thinking D R U I D S. Druids. Mm-hmm. No, Druids. And so, um, one of the things that we, because we got to eat with the Druze, and their food is incredible. Oh my God. <laughs> What's so good about it? It's just so flavorful, so rich. One dude went and got five helpings. Rudy. I couldn't believe it. The guy Rudy. was like, I, he goes, I'm so full, but the food is so good, I can't stop eating. Wow. And I kind of felt the same way too, but I'm like, and the whole time we explode. were. So one of the things we learned is uh, Amal, uh, what's her last name? The chick that married George Clooney? Clooney, Amal Clooney. Amal Clooney. Yeah, Amal. Well, before <laughs> she was Amal Clooney. Clooney, she was something else. Amal, yeah. she was, she's part of the Druze. Oh, she is? Yeah, and she. Alamudin. Alamudin. She, when she married George, she's out. Yeah. This is it. The Druze lineage stops with her, but apparently all the Druze have. Uh, How'd you spell that again? I think it's D R E U Z. I think it's D R U Z E. U Z E, yeah. D R U Z E. Druze. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Druids, by the way, are. Irish. <laughs> yeah, they're like a pagan thing, right? The Druids. So uh, I, I said to the, the guy, because one know. of the um, big consul generals of uh, of Israel to like Brazil, he was he was a Drew. He was one of the Drews. I said, how do you guys feel about them all? He goes, well, she married George Clooney. I mean, we can't be mad about that, right? The biggest bachelor in the world. Would they have let him? Uh, they no. Convert? He can't join. That's the crazy thing. I said to the guy, I go. I raised my hand during the Q and A. I go, I'd like to join the Druze, and he goes, sorry, can't do it. It's all right. And they can only intermarry, or they're out. Or they're out. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? It is. The yeah. Druze. <laughs> it's just funny that it rhymes with Jews. So like did it. you meet any nice ladies? I mean, I know a few Israeli models. I reached out to a couple oh, of Israeli um, models. models. <laughs> yeah. They, they said, hey, I'm the But the problem is they wouldn't tell us how much free time we had. And the itinerary was... Sounds like you had none. Yeah. yeah. Did. And so I... there was You couldn't w- bring one of them with you? They're, no, they all live over there. Like, I, you know, I'm friends with them. And one of my friends dances for the San Francisco Ballet, but she moved out there, I think, for a guy. And I, I was hard to coordinate with these people and say, hey, I, I've got a 15-minute block, <laughs> yeah. and I'm at this falafel stand. <laughs> Come find me. <laughs> but it, it didn't – I. it was hard to – if they would have given – but at the same time, like, you can't, you can't say, hey, you know, give us more free time because – there's so much that they want to show you and they yeah. need to show you. Like, we weren't getting lectures at every meal, too. So you'd go they somewhere. They wouldn't even leave you alone when you're eating? No, at the meals, too. Yeah, it was It was just... Yeah. You never, at, at no point did you think to yourself, F*** this. I'm out of here. <laughs> was or, there ever a point where you were like, F*** this? Well, all right, this is a horrible story. Tell it. Okay, but no we one write the horrible in. No stories. one write in. So that day that the stabbing happened yes. at uh, how that, many days in was that? That was the first day. Oh Jesus! <laughs> that was the first day we got there. Um, I as soon as I got to because it was a fourteen-hour flight. As soon as I got to the hotel, I said, 
is there any way I could book a massage? And the guy said, yeah, I'll have somebody come in on the Sabbath for mm-hmm. you. I said, great. So we're stuck at the old city and the, it's closed. And so I'm like, oh my God, my massage. <laughs> what am I gonna do? So You're I w- <laughs> Well, after all the flying. All the problems, <laughs> my <laughs> goodness. Talk about first world problems. So um, I, I went to our leader, I went to Abby and I'm like, Listen, I got a real I problem. Said, I said, I, I don't know how to bring this up. Can I talk to you for a sec? And she goes, yeah, of course, of course. What's going on? I said, you know, I, I know there's a, a problem here and a crisis, and I'm sensitive to the issues, but uh, oh, no. I, have a, I have a massage booked at the hotel. And <laughs> you did it. You didn't. Well, I mean, I said, can you at least call the hotel and tell them we're stuck here? Like, yeah. I, I mean, if, even if we can't get out of Better I, yet, helicopter me the <laughs> Out of this mess. <laughs> so, so she looks at me and she goes, well, it's the Sabbath and it's, it's really looked down upon if I use my phone. Mm-hmm. So, and everyone, you know, I'm a Jew and so on and so forth. I'm like, okay. Can the pigeons work? Can, you get a- <laughs> yeah, can we write <laughs> Carry a pigeon? So... Uh, anyway, I, I went back to her again and... Like, this was right after the woman assaulted us. And I'm like, how's it looking? Are we getting out of here? Oh, my God. She's like, this, this is the guy I told and you about. And this is day one. So anyway, oh, that is so, you know, she that went is back rich. to all the other tour guides and they laughed at Yeah, him. that's what I mean. She's probably like, oh, my God. This douchebag over here. <laughs> well, I, I was, I, I was in a. We, all right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe I, maybe. But the guy was waiting at the hotel anyway. Yeah. So what? Happened? You didn't want to inconvenience. I got him. the massage. I got the massage. Oh, you did. Jesus was watching out for you. Good lord. Oh, thank the Lord. Thank the good Lord. Anyway, I, I just want to say uh, thank you to the JCRC. Thank yeah. you guys for giving me the time off. Uh, I hope, I hope this one story was worth me not being here for. A week and a half. It took you a long time to get to it, but that was the best story right there. <laughs> yeah. Like, who am I to bring that up <laughs> to oh, the lady? And we're making it the Jeff Barter moment. Like, why? Oh, what? Oh Shut up! God. Why are you saying that? I, uh, I'm sensitive <laughs> to everything yeah. that's going on here. Yeah. But happening. what I'm about to say is so. completely insensitive to what's going on here. I need someone to rub my body out. <laughs> long dick. flight, long flight. Oh, that oh, is a total dick let, move. I love it. Let me just give a, a quick shout out to uh, Alana, Abby, and Hadara. Those were the three women that oversaw, and Amy, who nominated me. God, it, those are all A's. Uh, Alana is an I, oh. Abby, uh, uh, Amy is, and then Hadara is an H. Oh, okay. Uh, but if you guys want, I can nominate one of you all. No, they, no. you know what? I got a cross from <laughs> That's uh, too the much Holy for me. Yeah, you so got everything you need. I'm good. Fantastic. Great, man. Sounds yeah. great. No, thank you. You know me. I couldn't do all that. Just seems too busy. <laughs> seems yeah. very unvacationy. Good thing <laughs> right. you had a week off afterward. I know, Hooman. <laughs> if you if you like TED Talks. And you can get nominated. This is TED Talks times a thousand. Yeah, I, I do actually like TED Talks, but because you can watch them in like these they're little short talks. Twenty like, minutes. There, there it is. Get a Gatorade. <laughs> play on YouTube. Sure. Worst thing that happens is the commercial in the middle. Right, and then and then you're done with it, and you don't have twenty eight more to watch. Twenty seven more. Fourteen hours of that. Ugh, yeah, every, every day. day.
Did yeah. you just feel like overloaded? Like I can't even take any more information in? Like what Absolutely. the f did you guys talk about for 14 hours a day? You have it's like crazy. so there's one point where we're looking at the Dead Sea Scrolls. It was either the book of Isaiah or the book of Daniel and you know there's an expert telling us about the Dead Sea. Like you're looking at these things and you're you're the right in front like it's so incredible. You can't believe you're getting this kind of an experience. And you I mean listen you have to like that stuff. You yeah. have to and like that. It. But you guys all like history on some level, don't sure, you? Sure, I love history. Yeah, but vacations, <laughs> you know, I mean, some people would say we get more vacation than we deserve, but they're highly cherished. I mean, yeah. I'd be, on that trip, I'd be like, all right, I got it. Where's the surf? <laughs> <laughs> I need to, you know. I'm sensitive to the situation. But... Yeah, I need a minute. Right. And a hammock, say. Yeah. 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 That's your stamina is astounding, Human. I'm actually very proud oh, of you. you. I think you're the only one among us who could have ever put up with that. Yeah. We're like a bird. You ever going back? Uh, well, I no, I, I mean. Twice in a couple years. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Enough. That's, That's enough. It's intense. It's enough. Yeah. All right, thanks for listening, right, everybody. everybody. Uh, we'll thanks do more super shows. Thanks, The necklace. Oh, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> the choker. <laughs> I'll right. put that up on Instagram.